Hello, 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 uh, and good evening to all of my beautiful friends on the internet. I hope all of you are doing and having a wonderful uh, Tuesday evening, okay, and Tuesday night, and whenever you happen to be listening to this, I'm so excited to be back here with you guys on the Reddit Asks Us podcast. Just a note before we head into the show, I just want to remind everyone that last week there was two episodes released. We had a Thursday episode that I owed you guys for a long time, and then we also had an episode back on that Tuesday. So, in case you're a little bit confused with the timeline of the episodes, there was a release on Tuesday last week and a release on Thursday following today's released release episode this Tuesday. So, uh, and I had real, I had a lot of fun on both of those, ep- both of those episodes. They were really, really, uh, enjoyable to do. And, uh, I, I thought that, uh, uh, I had a good time. I had a good time, uh, going through that, uh, those Reddit, uh, those Reddit posts and, uh, all those wonderful comments made by all the beautiful users on Reddit. So without further ado, why don't we head it into today's episode? So, Today's episode, before we head into the podcast, if you're watching on YouTube, make sure to like, make sure to comment, and to subscribe. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever else you get your podcasts, make sure to leave us a rating, and also please leave us a review. You can find us on Instagram and TikTok at Reddit Asks Us Podcast. I am your host, Luke Dick, and welcome to the Reddit Asks Us Podcast. So... Today's episode comes from the main Ask Reddit page, as always. And today's episode is, What is the weirdest thing you had to do at someone else's house because of their culture or religion? And one of the reasons why I picked this one, not only just because I thought it was it would be interesting and, and uh, you know, people... When it comes to religion and culture... Cultures and and this is mostly the region. The reason why is because cultures and religions and uh, customs vary so greatly across the span of human uh, existence and human uh, geography. Right, like just depending on where you are and how you're raised, there are different sorts of you know customs and rituals and all sorts of different things that we are so not used to. Um, like for example, okay, you know coming from North American culture, I think that we are a little bit privileged in the sense that our culture gets perpetuated on television. You know, we see we see our culture uh, play itself out on TV and movies as the mainstream content um, all the time. And whether that's the United States, whether that's Canada, whether that's even the UK or Australia, you know, generally in those places and in those sort of westernized nations excuse me those westernized nations there tends to be a very similar culture and i think tv and movies have only kind of melded the culture and and create a unified culture in a little bit a more of a sense because we all see what each other does we it kind of gets reaffirmed to us within our culture what the cultural norms are within TVs and movies. And since everybody watches that content, we sort of get a little bit more of an insight and a baseline of what uh, our culture is is inherently like. And, you know, and especially in TV comedies and movie comedies, when things are, when traditions and of North American families tend to be 
outside of the norm, that is sort of a plot point of the movie is that those behaviors are outside of the norm. So we kind of get a better view and vision of what the norm is uh, in a little bit broader of a sense than maybe what you would experience uh, in in places where, um, you know, TV and movies aren't produced as much uh, depicting wherever whatever culture you may belong to. So, um, cultural differences just greatly differ, uh, to a very wide, excuse me, uh, to a very large and vast extent. So, that is the reason why I thought this episode would be interesting to go through. And, I mean, I, I don't know if it's a, any secret to anyone on the podcast, but I'm not particularly, particularly religious. Um, and I think that a lot of religions have some interesting quirks uh, and some interesting, I don't know, customs and behaviors behind what they do. So let's just hop in right here. First comment comes from PD001. So I was invited to my friend's grandmother's home for Thanksgiving. I was new to the area and had no family near, so I graciously accepted. My buddy Jason gave me the breakdown of his extended family that was going to be in in attendance. His parents were divorced, but would both be attending. His grandparents were married, but legally separated and lived apart, but but his grandfather would be attending. His uncle Carl would be there with his mail-order bride and their young son. His other uncle Ted was openly gay and battling AIDS. This is quite the family, holy crap. He and his lover would also be there. So I've set the stage. You can probably picture all of them in your mind. In person, it exceeded my imagination. Ted's boyfriend wore cowboy chaps to dinner. No fucking way. They were very colorful and animated. The pre-dinner discussions were riveting. As we were seated for the meal, Jason's grandmother took out an Altoids tin, took two, and began passing it around the table. I watched as everyone took one to two, immediately took them, and washed them down with a drink. Jason got the tin and did the same. I asked him, why is everyone swallowing the Altoids before supper? They all laughed. He said, oh, these are Valium. Oh my God. We learned several years ago that as we gather for Thanksgiving, we drank and arguments ensued. So one year, my uncle said we should all take a Valium at the beginning of the meal so we can all just chill the fuck out. They all laughed hysterically and agreed. I passed the offer. I passed on the offer and and uh, handed the tin to Jason's mom as next in line. And as the evening played out, they all essentially zoned out during dinner. No fights transpired, and they considered it a successful Thanksgiving. I would never have imagined this would happen, but damn, it was a fun experience. <laughs> Holy fuck! So everyone is just zombified at their Thanksgiving. Um, and if they're not zombified, then they will, then arguments will just ensue. And this this seems like such a perfect like COVID sort of uh, uh, solution to a problem because uh, I remember that's such a huge topic during COVID about you know everyone's fighting with each other over COVID, the rules, and 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 when the restrictions and, and whether the vaccine and oh my God, just, just, so there you go. If you're looking for a solution to your COVID Thanksgivings and, and all of these, uh, these divisive family gatherings that, that are happening, have been happening and will happen. There's a simple solution, my friends. And that solution is Valium. Okay. 
only offered limited time. I'm just kidding. Um, mass ordering volume for for Thanksgiving sounds like a perfect solution for me, but also sounds very dangerous. <laughs> like you guys are all gonna get addicted to drugs. Like this is. I don't think that this is that, that, that's a very uh, a very and also. Where is she getting the Valium from? Why does she have it in an Altoids tin? Like, what? What's? Why go through the trouble of putting it in the tin? Are you worried the police will show? Like, I don't understand. Who's that for? Every if everyone knows their Valium, why? Why is it in an Altoids tin? This is just confusing the guests now. And that would have been so funny to be a guest. Oh my god. Just, like, watching them slowly slip into this, like, numbed, zombified state. Everyone's just, like, slowly eating dinner. Conversations are just, like, not happening. And you're just kind of sitting there sober, like, what the fuck? And two volumes? Yo. My mom will take, like... What does she take? She goes... She gets she gets anxiety on planes. She takes, um... No, what is it called? Um... Oh my god, I can't believe I'm blanking on this. It's an anti-anxiety pill. But uh, anyways, she'll take like a half of that. And uh, she will be like out. Out like a light. You're taking one to two full Valiums? Dude, you're going to be... You're going to be zonked. You're going to be zonked. You're not going to remember Thanksgiving lesser. Not only are you not going to argue about Thanksgiving, you're not even going to remember it. Hmm. <laughs> I have a funny story about my mom when, like, when she took one of the, I don't think it was, it's, Vike, the, what is it called? Oh my god, it makes me so angry that I can't remember what this, what the drug is called. But anyways, um, Vicodin? No? Ativan, Ativan, it's called Ativan. Um... Anyways, so, uh, we did, uh, we were coming home from Christmas one time when we went to our vacation in Mexico, and, uh, my mom took a, an Ativan, and that we bought them in Mexico, because she ran out when we were in Mexico, and, uh, or something, I can't remember what the deal was with it, but she, she ended up buying some in Mexico, and, uh, <laughs> We flow, we fly, we fly back. She takes her, she takes these Mexican Ativans and we did Christmas, like our like gift giving thing when we got back home and we get home, we do our gift giving thing. My, my mom looks very like just, she did not, she looked uncomfortable. Like she just couldn't focus and, uh, and she it seemed like she kind of had a headache or something. She just, it seemed like she was just hazy. The next morning we wake up and she's like, we got, I can't believe we forgot to do the gift giving. And we're like, mom, what are you talking about? We literally did the gift giving last night. She's like, what? We're like, yeah, we did our whole thing. Like we I'm pretty sure we even ate cinnamon buns and stuff too. Like, like my mom makes homemade cinnamon buns every year. And like, she has to put them in the oven and stuff. And like, she's like, I have no recollection of that whatsoever. So uh, be be forewarned, my friends, of the Mexican Ativan. Next uh, story. Next one comes from Piston Camel. Went over to my Laotian friend's house when I was. I don't. I think that's how you Laotian um, from Laos, maybe. A uh, friend's house when I was little, and upon entering his house, he said I had to remove my shoes and bow to his grandfather. 
When he said his grandfather, he pointed to a fish mounted on the wall. Thinking it was some kind of reincarnation thing, and I did it. And I was instantly berated and laughed at by his whole family. See, those ones are a little bit more... It's a joke. It's not like it's a super... It's not like it's a major cultural thing or anything like that. Um, next one comes from Motown83. I worked at a rental car company for an Orthodox Jewish community, or in an Orthodox Jewish community. A customer rushed in one Friday evening and asked to be driven home immediately because if we didn't make it to his house by sundown, he would have to get out of the car and walk the rest of the way due to the Sabbath. He used an app on his phone to tell him the exact time of sundown each day. I didn't have a driver available, so I just told him uh, to go home and I'll come by his house later to grab the car. A half hour later, I arrived at his house. Husband is nowhere to be found, and the following scenario ensues with his wife. My husband left the keys on our bedside table, and I'm not allowed to touch them. Can you come in and grab them, please? I awkwardly follow her into the bedroom and grab them from his bedside table. Can I ask you for one more favor? Do you mind unplugging the house from me? Then I follow her into her basement and enter a room where there are literally 15 to 20 different electrical cords coming through holes in the walls and ceiling. Oh my god. And, and through a tangled series of different outlet strips are all consolidated into one master plug going into a standard wall outlet. She points at it and asks me to unplug it. I do. She thanks me. I leave. I had a lot of wild experiences in five years working at that job. This one is devi definitely top five. That is a house fire waiting to happen. So many of, like, uh, like a lot of these strictly religious communities who have rules like this are, are putting themselves in so much danger. Like, you're going to start your house on fire, and then what? Like, then the, the, then you're, you're out of a house, and then there's, there's going to be some rule about how they can't put out the fire unless their husband puts it out or something like that. Man, these, they're, they're like, they're, it's like those, um, those, I don't know what they're, are they Orthodox Christians? I don't know. They're, they're, they're like super religious Christians who, who refuse modern medicine. Like my, I have family members that are like borderline like this and it's, and they won't, they won't use any f new means or any modern means of medicine because praying is supposed to, is supposed to somehow, I don't know, magically and, and you know they get so mad at like at like witches and sorcery it's like you're telling me that you're you're praying and you believe that praying is going to just solve ailments and solve sickness that to me sounds more like witchcraft than like, like conjuring up some sort of some sort of uh you know prayer to put out there that's gonna solve your you know whatever your sickness or your child's sickness instead of actually using real science to me that sounds i feel like using science sounds like in a way like more religious you know what i mean because you're you're using what's available to you you know you're innovating it's like it's a good thing right and uh yet no it's only prayers are acceptable for cancer sorry about that timmy We'll uh, see you in heaven, though. Let's catch you there. See you. You know, we'll be there eventually. You know, and if and if the if the Lord just doesn't want to cure your cancer, I guess he just you were sinning. He caught you sinning. You know, and just 
I'm sorry about that, but you're just, you're dead now. And that's what you get. I'm sorry. We're just going to have to have another kid because God caught you sinning. He saw you miss the trash when you tried to throw away that gum wrapper and you just kept walking. He saw that sin. So he gave you cancer. I'm sorry. And he won't cure it. He just won't. That's it's just too bad. Anyways, yeah, we'll see you in heaven, though. Yeah. Oh, well, well, I don't know. Wherever Jesus decides to put you, that's... We, we may not see you in heaven. Could you imagine telling a kid that? Oh, my God. <laughs> they would just freak out. Um, next one comes from Argybargus. I went to a friend's house for dinner and a lovely meal. The whole family cleaned their plates of food, then turned them over and ate dessert on the back of their plates like it was just the most normal thing in the world. I copied them just to be polite. Where do people learn this? Like, where, where does this, where does this, like, I'm just imagining, like, imagine you eat something that's, like, super, like, cheesy or something that's where, where like, things, like, stick to the plate, and then you just flip your plate over. What if that drips onto the table? That's disgusting. Like, what if it's, I don't know, I, I don't even, I literally don't even know. Like, what if it's, like, some sort of soupy thing that you can't, like, get everything off of the plate? Like, like a lasagna or something. What if you're eating lasagna and and there's that just that residue and then you just flip that over right onto the table and it just like drips and falls right on the table? Like that to me is disgusting. And then, you, and then like the back of the plate, like there's a plate is designed so that, you know, it's flat, but it's not it's not completely flat. It's not just a disc. It is flat on the bottom, and then it slightly curves. It's slightly curved so you can keep things on the plate, right? But if you flip the plate over, it's the opposite. Things are going to be falling. So if you have, like, a big pile of ice cream on the back of your plate, it's just going to fall right off. Like, it's just, it's, it's going to create more of a mess. I don't understand. Maybe it's for conserving dishes or something. I don't know. It's the these the the way that these th things get their origin is beyond me. But it seems like, and a lot of times the origin comes from like you know, there may not there may not be enough plates because people can't afford them or or I don't know. It's it's less cleaning more plates. I don't know. But a lot of them have like the roots in like some sort of. A lot of them, not saying all of them, but a lot of them have some sort of root in like poverty, right? Um, but they'll carry on these sorts of, you know, traditions, quote unquote, after their the family has money. It's like you 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 guys realize there are way more plates. You guys have a dishwasher. Just throw it in there. What's the big? What's the harm? That is the one of the weirdest things I've ever heard of. <laughs> Uh, next one comes from Quixt uh, two thirteen. We got yelled at for playing that devil game again. We were playing Mario Kart, and Bowser kept freaking, <laughs> freaking his mom out. <laughs> so we, so we muted it all, and it was fine from then. Meanwhile, his brother is literally playing Diablo two at the time in the in the same room, but he already had muted it, so it wasn't a problem. Uh, Mario Kart. This just in: Mario Kart is the devil's game. Mario Part Mario Kart is the is the the epitome of what Jesus was trying to fight. Okay, and this is this is what Jesus was trying to preach against, my friends, is an Italian 
plumber and his nemesis, a, I don't even know what Bowser is. Is he like a turtle? Is he like a, he's like, he has a shell. Is he like a, some sort of demonic turtle? There we go. There we go. Bowser's the demonic turtle. Can't have that. Can't have this. We can't have Mario Kart. It's just the devil is in the carts and he's driving around and he's teaching these kids how to drive like the devil. This is how to drive and race like that. I just can't have it. I can't have it. I can't have it. This is this is the spawn of Satan. This is just unacceptable. How can we have our children being corrupted by these devil Italian plumber drivers? <laughs> Beyond me. Next one comes from Kevin Ux underscore Uxbridge. Drank slightly chocolatey water for a month. I think this counts. Years back, I was prospecting for a field on a very remote island in South Pacific. It was sufficiently remote that having me in the neighborhood was something of a spectacle. So I had made trips out to the village from my home village. I was feted along the way. I'd get to a village and the local headman and I would get to talking and then have a nice feast. These guys aren't entirely cut off from the world, so one nice trade trade good they had was powdered milk and olvatine. On arriving at the second village, I noticed that they weren't exactly well-to-do, but came out with the olvatine. Not wanting to use up their supplies, I foolishly interrupted the preparation to tell them that was enough. They looked, uh, they looked confused, but handed over water with just a bit of olvatine floating at the top. It was wretched. But I, trying to be polite, I drank it all and smiled. Word got around, so every village I went to thereafter was informed of my preference. <laughs> Couldn't exactly correct them at this point, as somebody might have been insulted. So I drank it. Kind of wonder if the next visitor, bened, visitor bened, benefited from my blunders in protocol. That, uh, yeah, you pretty much, you pretty much ruined, uh drinking like anything it's like no no this is a i don't know if you're from america but this is the american custom they drink slightly chocolatey water with a clump of old i don't even know what olvatine is i've never even heard of that am i even pronouncing it correctly i'm sorry for uh i'm sorry for uh olvatine olvatine is a brand of milk flavoring product made with malt extract sugar and whey some flavors also have cocoa Olvatine. Yeah, I've never, I've never heard of this. I don't even know. Is this, is this like an American thing? Uh, yeah, it must be. It must be an American thing. So to all my American listeners, I'm sorry, I've never heard of Olvatine before. But uh, if you ever happen to go to this island or wherever this remote area is in the South Pacific, you can expect a little clump of Olvatine on your water as a thank you gift. Next one comes from Deadly Butter Knife. I had a good friend whose family were, were wealthy and very big on some weird sort of gift giving. Basically, there were two things. You could not give them a present. No gifts at birthdays, Christmas, etc. If you gave them a gift, they would either politely refuse or donate it. You always received a gift if you went to their house, even if it was for an afternoon. I remember going to my friend's house when I was 8 or 9 in 1998-1999 and, and them giving me a PlayStation and each time I went over, they'd give me a new game, which continued until they gave me a Nintendo Cube. Very weird. And it wasn't because I was poor. We lived in the same area. This recently repeated itself uh, when I visited my, my uh, friend's house, now lives with his own family, 
And when I was leaving, his wife tried to give me a bottle of scotch and my daughter a fucking Nintendo Switch. Like <laughs> they just like there's just a room in their house where they just have like all of the latest like they've just like 15 PS5s. They've just got like oh like a shitload of Nintendo Switches. They've got all the gaming consoles. Like any anything that gets old and and they've got all the new games. It's just, you walk in there and it's like a GameStop. I don't I don't know. Yeah, GameStop is that is that a I don't know if that's a Canadian thing. I don't know. There's a I literally have no idea. I don't I don't play video games, so I don't know. But um they're whole, they're just like a back room in their house or maybe their back room literally leads to like a gaming store. Like their back room literally leads to a GameStop. It's like follow us through the uh the closet so the closet has like this like secret door like it's like narnia or something and it leads into this like giant gaming store where they just go and pick everything up for anyone who ever comes to their house i could you could you imagine that'd be like me when i was a kid getting like a ds or something or even like or like an xbox going over to somebody's house but like i mean hey weird enough tradition but uh i'll take it if I'm a guest, I'm taking that every time. I'll be like, wow, maybe I should come here more often. This seems like a pretty cool setup you've got here. And so people might be wondering, but um, later later on in this comment, uh, user Deadly Butterknife made a edit talking about how they're some sort of like the House of Sod or something like and in the Middle East. And they're like they come from like extremely wealthy family, like wealth on top of wealth, like some of the wealthiest in the entire world, like monarchy type shit. And it's part of their tradition that they just like don't receive gifts because they have the wealth. And so that their thing is like they only give gifts because any gift that they could receive is a gift or something that they could buy. I don't know. And like, I don't know. But uh, hey, man, if that... That works out for all your friends, man. That works out for all your friends. Imagine, like, how popular of a kid you'd be. You literally go over to somebody's house and they're just giving out free shit. Like, I, <laughs> holy. Yeah, I would be, uh, I would be in attendance. Next one comes from, uh, Phoenix Feet 72. I work for the ambulance service and I was asked to take my shoes off before attending to their mother in cardiac arrest. Politely reminded them that, there was a place and a time. <laughs> like, people will sacrifice anything, anything, when it comes to their cultures or religions. And you know what? It's not like I'm telling them that they're wrong for doing that. But, bro, your mother is literally in cardiac arrest. My guy. Your mother is going to die. Like, like this could literally be the life life and death and, st and stuff like this and heart attacks and strokes and whatever can literally mean a few minutes or even a couple seconds of time and next thing you know you're being asked to take your shoes off before you give someone cpr <laughs> like <laughs> i couldn't imagine that like really that's on the top of your mind that's the your mother is going into cardiac arrest and that's the thing that that is like at the forefront of your uh, uh, of your conscience is is oh no 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 sorry sorry I'm so sorry for this like what what's going on you know we'd really prefer it if you take your shoes off before it's like bro shut the uh, your mom's gonna die bro <laughs> like, this is life and death we're talking about man like oh yeah before uh, before sorry sorry before you enter the house to tend to our mother 
we really like it if you could take your shoes off. It's just, it's kind of a thing, you know, it's, it's just, I know, I know, it's crazy. It's, you know, ah, you know people are like, oh, take your shoes off, you know, but it's, you know, around here, it's my brother in Christ. Your mother is literally cardiac arresting right now. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty weird. That's pretty weird. I, I don't even know what the shoe thing is. It's just like, is that a custom? I don't even know. I know that to all my American listeners out there, I don't know if this is a thing in like just Midwestern America or where in America this is a thing, but apparently you guys wear your shoes around the house. What is that? What What is that about? Why? Why are you wearing your shoes inside your house? I To me, that is a custom or tradition or habit or thing that truly makes no sense. You, and, and like, I guess I live in Canada. And so, you know, my whole life I've grown up with snow and slush and, and, and just that, let me tell you, snow and slush and all that stuff and cold weather brings a whole different type of mess into your house. Cause you got like, even just, even, even my, uh, my car and my, uh, my doormat in front of my my like in front of my door here in my apartment is filled with with uh like salt because I, i'm i don't know if you're not if you're not from a cold place to my californian listeners and maybe my listeners from texas it's filled with with salt because ice uh forms outside and on sidewalks and on roads and so they put down salt to melt the ice so that nobody trips and falls or their cars don't slide on the ice. And that tracks into your house. I could not imagine how dirty my house would be growing up or my or right now in my apartment if we kept wearing our shoes. Weirdest custom. Would I tell somebody who's going into, you know, who if I have somebody who's going into cardiac arrest in my house and would I tell the the uh the I don't know what are they? The EMTs to uh take to take off their shoes no i probably wouldn't but to most others i expect you to take your shoes off when you come in the house otherwise you're making it all dirty and people will do this when they have carpet in their house carpet you're gonna track your dirty feet all over your makes no sense my friends uh next one comes from i got uh sorry uh saddest jun jin i once got roped into way sailing marching by torchlight literal flaming torches down to the guy's orchard to sing at the trees was a new one on me it wouldn't have been so bad but it was just a handful of us as in just me my school friend his brother and his parents we still got some cider out of it though that is and i don't know man some of these like it's so interesting to 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 note how as our knowledge in you know the scientific method and science increases stuff like this may not have seemed weird 100 200 years ago 300 300 years ago this is normal shit but nowadays this sort of stuff it's like well what's the purpose what's the meaning why are we doing this and these traditions just seem to stick around but it's so funny to me how as our knowledge of of the scientific method and science increases behaviors like this seem increasingly and increasingly more 
odd and strange. Like, all I'm doing right now is picturing you and your little friend and your your little friend's brother and their parents, like, in these, like, robes, these, like, those Christian monk robes where they're, like, brown and they're, like, tied at the waist and they got the hoods on them and you're literally holding flaming torches, like, like, saying, like, and they're, like, low chanting, like, like, all the way down to an orchard and then, like, you get on your knees and start praying, like, I don't even know what to do or, or, or what to what I would think in that situation. That would just, that's out of my element. That's a t- top 10 places I'd be put out of my element if I was ever put in that situation. Like, and those are the types of things, man, when you go to your friend's house and they do start some, some shit like that, what are you just going to do? Not partake? Like people, especially when you're a kid, you're so impressionable. You're just going to be like, well, well, I have to do this now. <laughs> Everyone else is doing it. I have no choice. So you feel that sort of pressure and kids are so impressionable, man. Like you can you can pretty much convince a kid to do anything under the guise of like it's what my family says we should do. So we should probably do this. There are a bunch of great other comments here, but I don't want to take up too much of your time, my fellow Reddit friends and beautiful uh beautiful friends from the internet and beautiful listeners that I have. So thank you all so much for tuning into this episode of the Reddit Asks Us podcast. And before we head out of the podcast, if you're watching on YouTube, make sure to like, make sure to comment, and to subscribe. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever else you get your podcasts, make sure to leave us a rating and also please leave us a review. You can find us on Instagram and TikTok at Reddit Asks Us podcast. I am your host, Luke Dick, and I will see y'all next week. Peace out.